The League of Legends betting podcast is brought to you by my patrons at patreon.com slash gelati lol. There you can find bonus content like in-depth articles on macro trend analysis and league previews, as well as thoughts on breaking news and the podcast picks before the show is released to platforms. You also get to support your creators more directly. Patreon.com slash gelati lol. That's G-E-L-A-T-I-L-O-L. Good day, everybody. I hope you're having a good one. It's currently Monday, January 22nd at around 1.56 p.m. Uh, I'm recording this roughly. Actually, the, the G2 Vitality game just started, so just to give you an idea where we're at. we got one more LEC match today. Just to do a quick recap, the LEC yesterday was just more disappointment from Carmine Corp, who I'm once again going to war with for probably the last time if they don't get it together today. Um, I think this team probably just needs to simplify a little bit. They keep getting handed all these stronger champions, but their drafts are really, really more execution-heavy, more difficult to play. And sometimes you see with these newer teams, they, you know, it's like a dog with, you know, a dog catching a car and all that. I keep using that analogy, but... They probably just need to simplify. Like, they're playing these super execution-heavy cons, like, no front line, like, four damage plus... It's like four damage plus support tank, which good teams can utilize, but it's very, very difficult against, you know, teams that are better than you or equal to you. So, we'll see. I think they need to simplify things, and they'll be fine, because they've been in winning positions in a few of these games. Anyway, that's enough whining about Carmine Corp. BDS, kind of keep doing the BDS things. Uh, I'm just going to ride money lines for BDS until they prove otherwise, more than likely. G2 keep doing G2 things, although they're playing as I record this, and we'll see how this goes. Midlines continue to look pretty legit to me. Obviously, we're only two weeks in, but they look pretty good. Like, market, I mean, the market adjusted pretty quickly on them, but I think my, I think mad are legit. Vitality, I can't really tell right now. They probably should have lost to Carmine yesterday if Carmine was a bit more organized and not as green. The rest of the league, it's like, I don't know. I, I've I've big question marks about Fnatic and Rogue. I can't really get a get a read on either of those. I, my gut tells me that there's there are two good teams that are just trying to figure things out right now, and it's early in the season. It's just a little bit weird. Because Fnatic brought a lot of the lineup back, and I figured they'd have a little more roster continuity and be better early than they've been. So, I don't know. It, it's it's tough to... Six games doesn't tell you as much as you'd like it to. So, anyway. We had LCS opening weekend as well. Still kind of a big shoulder shrug to me, besides Cloud9, who look really, really good. Um, Shopify have been interesting, because I, I think they legitimately should have won both of those games. I know they, they played more tempo-based compositions against better scaling, and people are like, oh, well, scaling's going to win. Always drift against the scaling, especially in LCS, which is true. But, like, at some point, these teams get better, and these tempo comps end up working out well. It's just usually not this early in the season. So a little bit of a weird read. I'm going to trust Revan to get it together and this team to get it together. But they probably should be 2-0, and and they're 0-2, which is a little bit weird. Maybe we can get a buy low on them next week when they face some of the worst teams. So... The rest of the league, I kind of just need to see more. It's tough to tell. Um, LCK, I touched on a bit yesterday. I'll do some bigger picture thoughts tomorrow with uh, the you know the Wednesday slate and everything. Today we had LPL opening day. There was a pretty sweet slate to start the season with. I think are probably going to be two of the better team or a few of the better teams in the league. Um, both series went the distance. 
We had RNG on the money line and the sweep. The sweep kind of got ruined right away because Ale went absolutely bananas on Jax in the first game to ruin that. But RNG came back, put him, you know, in the dumpster in the second game, and then they won a third game that probably could have gone either way. But RNG carries were so far ahead that it didn't matter. So uh, BLG and Top Esports went to three games as well. Uh, all three of them were like one sided. None of these games were really close. Shun busted out the brand jungle in game one. Um, getting to see Knight on LeBlanc is always a pleasure. And Mako played Soraka, which was kind of a cool look. Um, they played Soraka with the Scion top, which is kind of a neat adaptation to some of the uh, higher burst damage concepts that we're seeing right now. I'm keeping an eye on kill totals in the LPL. I was just kind of like, I was entering, li- I-, I keep a line history, and um, I was monitoring some of the kill like just looking ahead and looking at some of the kill distribution or like the kill totals and, and other derivative markets and there's a really real the books are pricing an extremely tight distribution around 25 and a half kills and i feel like that just can't be correct this early in the season to have that type of distribution like i'm gonna so I'm, i just need to figure out which side to be on it's probably going to be on the underside but th- there's just no way they're pricing it like every game is going to land squarely on 25 or 26 and I just don't think that's accurate right now. So I will probably be blanket playing kill totals in the LPL at some some point this week once I figure out which side to be on. Like I said, probably the under. But I just want to I want to see how the bad teams play against each other and not the good teams against each other. I got to get a couple more samples to kind of make a call or a judgment on that. All right. Next up, we've got two uh, the LPL for Tuesday, January twenty third. We have two interesting matchups again. Um, so we have, again, I posted my league preview and outrights article on Sunday morning on the Patreon. If you want to get more about the roster moves and what I think big picture of these teams, check it out. Um, first up, we have ONG plus 138. The plus 1.5 maps at minus 228. And the sweep is at plus 358 against Team WE. Minus 168. Minus 1.5 maps is at plus 183. The plus 1.5 maps is at minus 486. So OMG lost a lot of their more promising younger talent and coaching staff which got poached by other teams um i don't think it's all doom and gloom because i like this team wasn't bad at all like they were like they i don't think they were an elite team i think they got a little bit overrated people got a little ahead of themselves but they were a good young team had a lot of promising uh younger talent but um they're bringing in some veterans uh, for those that don't know, um, you can find starters via X and Weibo if you need to look around. But just a heads up, uh, they're going to be running Cube, Xiaofang, Angel, Starry, and PP God tomorrow. WB is running Wayward, Hang, Fofo, Prince, and Iwandi. Um, so OMG brought in some veterans. These are all the Cube, Angel, and PP God have a lot of games and a lot of on a lot of good teams under their belt. Xiaofang, bit of a wild card. Starry is the new the new addition here. So I don't think this team's bad, but they've made a lot of changes. But sometimes when you bring veterans in like this, it's more stable than you know more younger lineups can be. The thing is, this this WE lineup is really, really well equipped to play in the current metagame. Like all these cha- like all the good champions right now are champions that all of these players are really good at, and the WE coaching staff is a very bot lane centric, simple to execute composition kind of coaching team. They've always been like that. 
and they kept the same coaching staff. So I I would lean WE, but I think the price is probably pretty fair. Obviously, we don't really have a lot of data to work with here, but I think the price is pretty fair on this one. So again, no plays, lean Team WE money line if I had to play something. Next up, we have Anyone's Legend, minus 139 on the money line. Minus 1.5 maps is at plus 208. The plus 1.5 is at minus 416 against Fun Plus Phoenix. Plus 114 on the money line. Plus 1.5 maps, minus 261. Minus 1.5 is at plus 314. I'm optimistic about both of these rebuilds. Um, I don't think any of them really have league-winning potential. But I think they both could be playoff teams. And I mentioned in the Outrights article that I think FPX, if the if the junglers hit and they're plus players, I actually think they have like multiple playoff series winning upside. So I don't know, maybe that's interesting. Anyway, um, just a we have anyone's legends running Harry Krako, Shanks, Hope, and Kyle. Uh, FPX running Jalahu, Moyen, who's formerly known as Frigid, Care, and Doc Dom, and Life for um, tomorrow. Those are the starters. I think this Fun Plus lineup is really, really good, and they're really, really well equipped for the current metagame. Uh, it's just a question of like how stable you think the top side's going to be. Like they have, they brought in two really young junglers that don't have a lot of experience. If either of them are good, this team's going to be very good, I think. Because the the bot three, like the bot trio that they have, is exceptionally good. I think Kyle's one of the more underrated players in in really the like from the off season. And AL picked him up, so they have a lot to be optimistic about. These two teams are very similarly constructed. Um, really, really good mid bot, uh, mid lane, and bot lanes. And I think they're both going to have a lot of success against a lot of middle and bottom of the table teams just because they have the best, they have very, very good players in those roles. And they both have kind of less stable top sides. AL went with a little bit more experienced top side that is, you know, maybe less upside. FPX went younger. Um, I like Jala, who a lot is a player, but he's kind of feast or famine sometimes, so very volatile. I ended up playing Fun Plus Money Line at plus 114 in this one. Um, I just think I, I like this lineup a little bit more. Anyone's Legend completely blew up everything. It's a completely brand new, fresh start for them. They cleaned house, coaching staff. They got rid of their entire roster. Everybody's brand new. Sometimes a fresh start can invigorate a team, and that's very good, and that could happen here. But I'm going to go with more of a – I don't know. I'm going to go with the some continuity here, the some – yeah, both these teams retooled a lot, so I guess there's not really that much continuity. But I think um, I just like the Fun Plus lineup a little bit more, and I think um, they retain their coaching staff, and I like their coaching staff quite a bit. It always gets more out of these players than they seem to think, or than the market seems to think. So I'm going to go with Fun Plus Phoenix. This is a little bit speculative. I don't think it's a huge edge or anything, but I like FPX. That's going to be it for me. So to recap, uh, the only play for tomorrow is Fun Plus Phoenix money line at plus 114 for one unit. I will see you all tomorrow.